Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Gag Nation podcast, a podcast about my life's adventure in music, sports, enterprise, and leisure. A special addendum to episode eight, which was, will the first round quarterback draft choices pan out? This addendum reviews the 2004 to 2015 draft for first round quarterbacks. It's it's an awesome episode to help us along. We have our special guest expert, Mike Ross. Okay, Ross, so you said you have a system to classify quarterbacks. What do you exactly mean when you say classify? Well, Bill, they go, they go into a box basically at the end of their career. We, we tend to put them in right at the draft, before the draft, after two games, after a season. Uh, but, you know, and it's obviously easier to judge them at the end of their careers. But basically, and, and again, quarterbacks the most scrutinized position in sports but number one would be a superstar did the guy win a super bowl yeah multiple all pro you know mvp uh basically are they a hall of famer um second's a solid quarterback good career uh some opponents feared you he made some pro bowls yeah um you know per- perfect example there like philip rivers uh yeah. really good quarterback uh next is a journeyman again these are just for the first round guys um, they stayed in the league for a while. They started a few years, became a backup. I mean, we can think of a lot of current guys that yeah. are in that position. And they, the guy's going to make some money and live a real nice life yeah. uh, if they can stay in the league, the backups. And then a bust. You know, a guy taking the first, you know, 10, 5. You know, you can go all the way up to number 20 on, on a bust if they, if they give him a shot. But, you know, again, this sets a franchise back because they, when they pick a guy in the first round and stick with him, they pick offensive linemen, receivers to stick around him. And, you know, for whatever reason, some of it's franchise, some of it's uh, just who's in your division. I mean, yeah. certainly anybody in the AFC East can, can uh, attest to this. How many quarterbacks have Buffalo, the Jets, and Miami picked them since Brady was in New England? There's a long um, list. So There's I, a long list. We, I can name a bunch of busts, you know. There's a bunch of them I think we're going to talk about, right? Hey, take it easy. Pump the brakes, Junior. We'll get to that. <laughs> all right. So you have all that info. We're going to go over all this stuff. Of course, dude. That's why we're here today. All right. Okay, Ross, let's jump into the year 2004. It was a big year. Let's see who was drafted in the first round. First up, and the overall number one pick, Eli Manning. So, boy, he's a, he's a tough one. I, uh, so, he's got a career record of 117-117. Not very good. He's got two Super Bowl rings. And if you walked into a room of sports fans with 100 people and you said Eli Manning, Hall of Famer, 50 would say yes, but, and 50 would say no, but. But again, it's all about the rings. On the two Super Bowl years, uh, he got all four, all eight of his playoff victories, career record eight and four. uh, But five of the six playoff wins uh, to get to the Super Bowl were on the road. That's huge. That's because his team sucked. He had to play on the road. (laughs) <laughs> it could be, but then he, he got the team to the playoffs four other years. Oh, and four. So look, if he gets in, I have no issue. If he doesn't get in, I have no issue. If his name was Eli Jones, he probably wouldn't get in. Yep. I mean, the guy went two Super Bowls, man. You got to put him down as a super bowl, a superstar. Okay. The next up is um, another guy who thinks pretty damn solid. Philip Rivers. Yeah. He, he's one I struggle with a little bit. He's got a career winning percentage of 55%, 123, 101. Um, that's about the minimum I consider for a good quarterback. Uh, the, you know, there's enough of a gap there. Never made it to a Super Bowl. 
um, is a glacier. <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen him run for a first down ever. Uh, but, he, you know, he flings it around. He's got pretty good career numbers on touchdowns. Uh, they had some really good years early in the playoffs with LT. Uh, had a couple of really unfortunate uh, playoff exits because of stupid plays. And any Charger fan will know exactly the one I'm talking about against New England. Yeah. Fall down, dude. And you know what? But solid career. I mean, he's going to, you know, he's made a, he's made a, a mountain of cash and he's going to need it because he has like 19 kids. And he's not <laughs> stopping anytime soon. Yeah. But, you know, again, a solid career. Um, you know, he, he super passionate. It's funny because he's a, a guy that talks so much smack. But, you know, gosh darn, it's about the meanest thing he says. But he runs his mouth the whole game. 397 TDs. That's a lot. That's a lot. And he's going to cross over 400 soon uh, here. But you know what? No Super Bowl. And you, and you, and you know who got the Chargers to the Super Bowl? Stan Humphreys. That's right. I think solid. I think we can't push him over to the superstar category. Not, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't have an issue with that. Okay, so the next one that we have is Big Ben Roethlisberger. That's a solid draft. He was the 11th pick first round. Uh, what yeah. do you think about Big Ben? And you know what? He's uh, you know what he he and and looking at his numbers is is better than advertised. He's got a career record of 144 and 71. Very stable organization on a, their third head coach in our lifetime. That's pretty solid. 67 percent winning percentage. Been to three Super Bowls, one two, and uh, on top of that, the guy's a huge gamer. He plays hurt all the time. He's, uh, you know, he's a huge tool off the field and he's doing his best <laughs> to record it or, uh, you know, take care of his image. Yeah. And, but on, on the field, the guy's just got guts galore. You know, they say he's not going to play today. He's got, you know, bruised this and hurt ribs. And he goes out there and takes 10 hits and throws for 400 yards and pulls out a win. He's got to be um, a superstar. He's got to be absolutely. a superstar. No, right. no issue there. He's so a that's, first ballot. So three solid um, guys uh, in 2004. The fourth guy. I don't know if I even remember him. J.P. Lossman. He went to the I Bills. Only, yeah, I only do because he's a Venice gondolier. He went to the Bruins as a freshman and transferred when he wasn't a starter. He's a huge douche. He went to Tulane, and he's a never was. It's crazy on this one. for two thousand. So he's a bust. Done. For 2004, look at the schools these guys went to. Manny went to Mississippi. Rivers went to North Carolina State. And Big Ben went to um, Miami of Ohio. Not exactly what I would call quarterback uh, use, but these guys delivered. Absolutely. You know what? It, they, they always say they'll find you. You know, do you want to be the 20th best guy at Alabama or do you want to be the best guy at Mississippi? Yep, I hear you, brother. So let's go to 2005. The number one pick in the draft, Mr. Alex Smith. You know, he, he's kind of interesting. Career record, 94-66, 59% winning percentage. Uh, really, you know, he's one of those guys that always was really good. He couldn't get the Chiefs over the hump, couldn't get the Niners. Yep. And, you know, again, a, another guy that's a solid career. You know, if he was picked 10th instead of first, probably would have, uh, um, you know, been thought higher of. But, you know, again, guy went to a small high school in San Diego, played with Reggie Bush. Uh, went to Utah and was a star at Utah and became the number one pick. Again, in Utah then wasn't what they are now, but Urban Meyer was their coach. In fact, it catapulted him into rich and, uh, rich and famous. Yeah, yeah. So we got to go with, uh, sounds like uh, Alex Smith. He's solid. So the next up is Aaron Rodgers with the 24th pick in the draft. Rodgers went that deep. Yeah. Wow. See, th this just shows you how GMs don't know shit. Okay, the, the, guy, the guy was a star for two years. Well, he wasn't even recruited out of high school. 
He only got to Cal because the coach went to see the tight end on Butte Junior College. And and made sure and they made sure Rogers threw passes to him and the guy's like wow this guy can where, where is Butte Junior College in Butte is it in California yeah. I know but in California yeah somewhere in North Cal I, I don't imagine John's like yeah I don't imagine it's a big uh, populated place kind of like Firebaugh where Josh Allen is from but see what do you what do you think the what the what's the attendance at a at a Butte Junior College uh, uh, family and friends maybe and uh, a few <laughs> a few students I don't know but. <laughs> Anyway, but Rodgers, again, solid junior year. I'm sorry, solid sophomore year. Junior year, very, very strong. Took Cal into, uh, you know, one of the best UST and college teams ever and almost came within an eyelash of uh, beating the Trojans, which were, I think, were the two-time defending national champions at the time. Had a great, yeah, had a great senior big. year. Got totally screwed by F and Mac Brown out of the Rose Bowl. And, um, you know, and people watched him dominate all year, if you look at his stats. Uh, and that SC yeah. game against one of the great defenses ever. I think they had like eight guys drafted in the first two rounds. Nope, can't play. Everybody passes on him. And, and again, to their credit, the Packers waited three years to let him play. Uh, and he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Again, his numbers are outstanding. Uh, 113 and 60, 60%. Uh, couples, or he has one Super Bowl ring. But again, he's been a top three quarterback from day one that he started. But, and, you know, and again, we talked about it earlier. Teams don't have the luxury of waiting. Uh, for guys, and, but his his is a classic example of doing it right. So he's definitely a superstar category. So we've already we've already got three superstars. <laughs> Crazy yep. in two years, man. So all these guys are superstars. It sounds like. And then the other first round pick came one pick after Aaron Rodgers. The Redskins went with Jason yep. Campbell. What a disappointment! Yep, never was was it was a star at a uh, very good Auburn team and uh, just didn't work out. Bye bye. So we see. Like he's a bust, right? Or, or well, does, he, does he get the no, uh, journeyman I mean, category? You know, record 25 and 36, 41%. You know, okay. I mean, again, he made some money. Hopefully he's invested it well. Uh, because he's a 25th pick and not a top 10, he's, he's probably a journeyman. I know when he came to the Raiders, I was stoked about him. But, but that just tells you how bad the Raider quarterback situation <laughs> was. And he, he, he was okay. But, I mean, I, okay is being kind, yep. I think. So, okay, Campbell, we're going to go with journeyman. Okay. 2006, Vince Young, man, he coming off that big national championship game with uh, uh, USC. He was the number one pick overall. People were fired up, and the Titans went with him. Titans coached by the legendary Jeff Fisher. Yeah. How did well, that work actually, out? He was the number three pick, first quarterback taken. Um, he, he's interesting because, yes. you know, obviously he played in, you know, many people say the greatest football, greatest sporting event ever was the SC uh, Texas game, which lived up to the hype. Uh, the national championship game, but uh, he, you know, it's interesting. His career record is 31 and 19, uh, which yeah. is really good, but he threw 46 touchdowns and 50 picks. And I think, you know, it goes to the, the thing that people don't like to talk about potentially uh, mental issues or family stability is, uh, you know, you look at his record, his athleticism is amazing, but he came across as uncoachable. And he also had the unfortunate, uh, you know, as Jeff Fisher as his head coach, who's just an awful offensive coach, which we got to experience in 16. But um, you know what? He's probably a journeyman. You know, he made some money. Um, you could argue as a bust because of the hype, but his, his numbers I, are, are okay. He didn't, he didn't play long enough. He almost crippled that franchise. Mm -hmm. They tried to keep him around enough. He was terrible. He's a bust. Okay. okay. The next is another guy that won't be that hard to debate. 
he was in that big championship game with Vince Young, Matt Leinart. He went number 10. He went to the Arizona Yeah, Cardinals. you know, people argue he might be the greatest college quarterback ever, or certainly can have, you know, almost an eyelash of three um, national championships. But finished 8-10, and 10, held out, and it crushed him. And he got, he got a guy who was a defensive guy in Dennis Green, but he got, la- he got labeled yeah. as just a bad guy. He moved around, made some money, and now he's going to make money as an analyst for the next 50 years. But He's a well, he, he had the uh, he had the uh, um, and in modern day they have the street named after him Matt <laughs> Leinart Way that's pretty cool he was a big thing and then anything when was that picture came out when he was with the chicks in the hot tub was that be- while he was in the pros it was before uh, the I draft? think it was while he was at SC and you know but he was so popular there they had to get an apartment with uh, a gate because you know people were just loving to be around him and you know I mean again anyone would of us would trade spots with him for his career. But and, and, yep, and absolutely his life for those years. But, you know, he he's, he he hasn't had a great post career as far as playing. Did did he came to the Raiders about four or five years into his NFL career? Literally, it was the worst performance ever. He came into a game and it was just like you could have done better. Ross. He was he was terrible. Yep. I know. I know. <laughs> OK, so next up, I know you're a big fan of this guy. He came from Vanderbilt. He was the 11th pick in 2006. His name's Jay Cutler. The Broncos picked him, but most of his career was with the with the yeah, Bears. The, the Bears ended up giving up two number ones to get him. But you know, he's another guy that you just think he sucks. His career record seventy four, seventy nine, forty eight percent, not terrible. But his body language is so bad. And you know, he's one of those guys. They say he has a cannon for an arm. He went to Vandy, so he should be a, a yeah. smart guy at the uh, the Ivy League school of the only Ivy League school of the SEC. But, you know, again, his, he's just a guy that everybody – the team that has him hates him. Everyone else hates him. Um, but, you know, the numbers say he was okay. I, I'll give him a journeyman status. A journeyman, yeah. I go, I go with you there. Okay, so let's go to 2007. The number one pick in the draft. This guy had a gun. His name was Jamarcus Russell. He went to the Raiders. I think there's not anybody that's a Raider fan that can say one nice thing about this man. And what well, do you think? Again, you know what? I think, again, if he got into a different franchise, finished, uh, you know, 7-18, and 18, <laughs> woeful 28%. But, again, all young quarterbacks are going to struggle, especially if they're drafted early because they're going to shit. I got two. I got two stories on Jamarcus Russell. He's clearly a bust. Yep. He was terrible. But you know, you know my brother Jimmy. Him and I, we went to a game at Kansas City. We got friends through somebody that was connected to some of the Kansas City coaches, and uh, we saw Jamarcus Russell's only game-winning two-minute drive, dude. It was it was incredible in wow. Arrowhead, and we were sitting with a bunch of uh, Kansas City uh, coaches' wives and all this kind of stuff. But it it was like. I don't even know if you can give him credit for it. It was like third and 18, and they were on their own 15. He dumped off a screen to uh, McFadden, Darren McFadden, and he scampered for like 75 yards to put him on like the seven-yard line. I think Russell was like one for seven on the drive, so I don't <laughs> even know if you can consider it a, a game-winning drive, but he gets Wait. credit for it. And then the other thing is I have about that is that my brother-in-law, Jeff Russell, and, and I don't know, I think you've met him before, but also his son – uh, um, James Russell, you know, they're big Raider fans, so they all have the Russell jersey. You know, they're all pumped up about it. They can't even wear right. it anymore. You know, and they're, you know, their last name's Russell. So, <laughs> kind of sad. Yeah, sad. A couple other things, and this just shows you where scouts fall in love with guys' arms, especially a quarterback. There's a rumor that he, yeah. he threw a pass 70 yards from his knees in high school. And then I, I saw a play, yeah. they were at Arizona State, LSU, when he was in college, and they were only. Uh, they were making a big deal of it because LSU never, you know, to play um, an opponent never travels more than like 100 yards in a hunt conference or makes them play in Death yeah. Valley. But anyway, at ASU was a good team. 
They were trailing late in fourth quarter. It's like third and 19. He, he runs all the way across the field and flings one across his body, like 50 yards in the end zone. And I'm like, that's one of the greatest plays I've ever seen. That guy's going to be a star, but Oh, he's got, he's got an insane yeah. gun. I mean, it was yeah. just one of those where you're like, there's no way he's going to make that play. And he, and it, and it was amazing. So well, here's how you know you had bad information about uh, on his knees. In high school, if you're if you're on your knees, you're down. It's not like pros where you got one <laughs> knee down, you can still play. Right. So that's a bullshit story. Not it's not that you're bullshitting, but I'm just saying the facts. I don't know if they were. You know, we got to have yeah, that big, big buzz. That. Okay, okay, another one. I saw this guy um, on the draft show. He, he's actually working on the draft show. Came in at number twenty-two, Mr. Brady Quinn, the Eagles. Yeah, draft. you know. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Browns. The yeah. Browns draft. So oh, he, he finished a stellar four and 16, 20% miserable. Um, you know, again, he was a very, very good college quarterback. He used to throw passes to Samarja, broke the Bruins heart, should have beat him twice and lost to him twice. But uh, anyway. So definitely a, yeah, but, definitely know, definitely he, a boss, right? He's a guy right? that gets a lot of crazy. He's a pretty boy. He went to Notre Dame and he, uh, you know, but he went to the Browns. Again, if he was drafted later, went to a good franchise, he could have been okay. But again, these guys get their confidence rocked and get a label that they're no good. And, uh, you know, but he's, he's a bust. This is great. This is classic. So four of the, la- of the last five quarterbacks we talked about were bust. And the other one was a journeyman. The first, like, three out of the first, like, five were superstars. So this is how it works, folks, man. You just don't really know. And, and that, it's, it's a big gamble. So let's go to 2008 and uh, – couple of decent quarterbacks here. This will be interesting to talk about. The number three pick in the draft from Boston College, Mr. Matt so Ryan. He, he's a good case. I mean, he's been to one Super Bowl. He blew one of the biggest leads, I think the biggest lead in Super Bowl history. Uh, he finished uh, – he's currently 109 and 80, 58%. So he's solid. Um, he's, you know, he's a guy that uh, – you know, he's a pretty good quarterback. He, he's a qu- quintessential solid quarterback. Um I don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl in his time, but he's, yeah, I think he's in his 30s. He's got a huge deal. He should hope to get traded to like New England or, or Pittsburgh or somebody like that because um, I, I don't think he'll ever win big again in Atlanta. But a good career. Made lots of money. Yep, yep. Very solid. I've had him on fantasy teams. He puts up some decent numbers. Going to your man Julio Jones. So the next up was he came in at the number 18th pick in the draft in 2008, Joe Flacco. He went to the Ravens from from uh, by way of University of Delaware, the Blue Hens, also the home of Rick Shannon. Yeah, I think uh, Lamar Odom might have played a season there. Uh, no, Odom went no, to Rhode my, Island. We talked about oh, that sorry, earlier. My bad. Hey, anyway, so Flacco, 98 and 73. They're both small states and nobody cares about. 98 73, 57%. Uh, so he, he's a solid quarterback. I mean, he won a Super Bowl, which caused uh, Baltimore to get set back because they had to pay him a, a Brinks trunk worth of cash. And um, but he's a tough guy. He's another guy that doesn't look like he cares, but he has a great playoff record, won a lot of games on the road. And uh, overall, you know, he's a solid guy, but he's a guy I'd never want as my quarterback. Okay, but yeah, so he's solid and and that. Okay, that's good. Okay, let's jump into 2009. The number one pick was to the Detroit Lions, Matthew Stafford. Well, Bill, he's uh, he's definitely a journeyman at this point. He's been in the league now what, for 11 years. He's got a uh, 69-79 uh, percentage or 47%. And uh, he's just not uh, a guy that, uh, you know, he might finish up solid. He's young enough. But as of right now, he's been a bit of a disappointment. We'll go journeyman. 
Have you ever had him on your fantasy team? Yeah, yeah, he does uh, does do well with some late points because they're always behind, but they usually end up as losses. I want somebody. I want uh, Sabermetrics to do some research. I believe the guy probably has the most uh, fantasy points in the fourth quarter. I mean, you go and you'll check. He'll have no points. Next thing you know, he scores 28, three touchdowns, 212. The, the, he's the king of garbage, but the king yep. of garbage doesn't get you crap. Okay, except in fantasy. Okay, <laughs> so here's another one. He went with Stafford went number one. This guy went number five. Mark Sanchez from Mission Viejo High School. Yeah, well, he, uh, he interesting, uh, really good college career. Uh, his first two years, the Jets were in the playoffs, and he won two road playoff games uh, a year for two years. So he has four uh, playoff wins, which is in the long-storied history of the Trojans, the most of any quarterback in USC history. So unbelievable, unbelievable that stat. Yeah, but uh, overall, he's probably, he's probably I'd have to say bust. He's got a losing record, uh, or, or you know, I, I go journeyman. I'll he won playoff it. games. He won playoff yeah. game fan. He, yeah, he did, and, and he uh, he stayed in the league about eight nine years, and. Uh, his uh, his winning percentage is actually fifty one percent. So I yeah I I think uh, he's pretty good. So San Sanchito. All right. Okay. Next that year, he was drafted number seventeen out of Kansas State. Josh Freeman. No. Nope. <laughs> we'll we'll go for uh we'll give him a a, a generous journeyman, but uh, no no one will ever remember him. He uh, only won about forty percent of his games. He did play for about three or four years as a starter, but. Not a lot of good. lot of promise, not a lot of delivery on him. Okay, let's move to 2010. The number one draft that year was the quarterback Sam Bradford. He went to the Rams. <laughs> Huge bust. Um, yeah, he's he's not good. He uh, he only won 41 percent of his games. Never had a winning season, and um, you know was injured almost every year. He made uh, a brinks load of cash. He's going to live a great life, but you know not. Uh, not fond memories of him as a pro football player. And then in the 25th pick of the 2010 draft, Mr. Tim Tebow out of the University of Florida. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to throw this one back to you because I know you got a lot to say on him. Tebow, I don't have that much to say on, on Tebow. It's just unbelievable Some of, when he had that little streak where he was winning all those games. It was like his stats sucked, right? But he was just pulling them out somehow. So, I mean, I think based on that, I got to give him journeyman because, I mean, he was a 20, the 25th pick, so it's not like they mortgaged the future or whatever, and they struggle with quarterbacks in Denver since Elway and all that. He was just another guy in the line, and uh, he actually he actually kind of revived them for a bit. So I give him journeyman. Yeah, you know what? I had no issue with that. He, he only played in 14 games and won eight of them, so not bad. And then, you know, people in Denver will forever be fond. He threw one pass in a playoff game and won the game in overtime. Amazing. So against Pittsburgh to Demarius Thomas. So yep. for that that alone, and, and you know what? The guy's had such an interesting life, and he's still young. He tried baseball and different things, and you know he's going to be out there. Well, dude, you know what it's going to be? In 20 years, you and I will probably be, we'll be over 70 at that point. You're going to call me, and you're saying, hey, Tebow, he's speaking at the Anaheim Convention Center. Let's go. And I'll say, I'm in. Yep. And you know why we'll be in, because we'll go to J.T. Schmidt's before and after the performance. Always a good time. Always a good time <laughs> at J.T. Schmidt. So anyways, 2011, the number one pick in the draft. He was the quarterback, Mr. Cam Newton out of the University of Auburn. Wow. Cam is another guy, uh, good 55% winning percentage, took the team to uh, the Super Bowl. 
Um, but you know, the intangibles, I mean, super talented, uh, interesting career started behind Tebow at Florida, went to a JC and then a, a bag of cash showed up on his parents' house and he went to Auburn. So won a national Amazing. championship, a Heisman and a first pick, but, uh, first MVP, one MVP, yeah. man. No, I agree. Yeah. So he's definitely, you know, solid at this point. Uh, a couple yeah. things is, you know, right now he's been a free agent for like a couple months and nobody's even making a play on him. I don't what know. What do you think? Fine. Riverboat Ron might pick him up in uh, Washington? He might. Yeah. The uh, Yeah. He knows him. They have a good relationship. Haskins certainly uh, unproven at this point. Definitely and, unproven. Uh, yeah. So, you know what? He's a good dude or a good player, uh, but you have to question whether or not uh, he really wants it. He seems more concerned with what he's going to wear to the post-game press conference. And kind of indifferent. And again, the body language isn't great. But again, not, still young enough and go to a good, solid franchise, maybe even like Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I think he could be a star again and play for, you know, another seven, eight years. So here's in that same year, the eighth pick went to a fine young college quarterback from the University of Washington, Jake Locker. He went to the Titans. And nope. uh, that's just that was did not happen. He just basically was a bust. Right. Yeah, you know, and this is where, you know, guys get put in a box in the, in the draft and as they're the top tier and, and feel like everybody has to uh, has to take them. But again, crazy good athlete, but just never he, he only played for less than two years as a starter, only won nine games. And uh, overall, he's, he's a bust. Sorry, Jake. And the next guy, the 10th the pick that year was another quarterback from uh, University of from Missouri, from Mizzou. Blaine Gabbard, he went to the Jaguars. Yeah, he's he's not good. He's a journeyman. Uh, he, he actually won only 27% of his games, which should make him a bust. But he was picked high enough. and um, They were terrible. Played, Jacksonville yeah, was I terrible. Mean, he, and, you know, he was still in the league through 2018. So that alone, I mean, he's kind of a tweener, but I'll, I'll give him a, a generous journeyman. Well, here's another. Then in the 12th pick, so three quarterbacks taken in four, within five picks, from Florida State, Christian Ponder went to the Vikes. Yeah, he's almost a never was. He only won 40% of his games, played for a uh, better part of three years as a starter. And uh, But, again, he's he's a bust. Cause what would Red say? Would Red defend him at all? Or You know what? He, he, would, he would be more versed on how he played. But, you know, i, I got to be consistent with everybody here. I know um, – Everybody they draft, he thinks is going to be the greatest. How many texts did we get uh, over the weekend? Could you believe how much he was defending Teddy B on Thursday? Oh my God! Yeah, but uh, Bridgewater is going to be the starter at uh, Carolina this year, so we'll see. But yeah, they drafted by the Vikes, sat for five years, and again he waited around and he got a nice big payday. I think he got a five-year deal. So yeah. again, you got to you got to give these guys time. He was thrown in right at the start with yeah. uh, Minnesota. Yep. So 2012, the number one pick in the draft from Stanford, Andrew Luck. He went to the Colts. Yeah, you know what? I, I uh, He had a great winning percentage, 62%, uh, 53 and 33. Um, you know, I, I, I give him credit because, you know, he, he would have been the number one pick his junior year at Stanford, came back, had a great year, said he enjoyed the college life. And, uh, you know, I know he's getting a lot of flack because he retired, you know, before the age of 30. And the way he did it at the end of training camp made it tough. And, you know, the Colts suffered last year. But, you know, I think he's kind of a warrior. Seems like a good dude. All the film you see, all the linemen that, you know, just kill him on sacks. Hey, good play. And yeah, um, seems like a good dude. Pretty cerebral. And uh, 
And I, and I was kind of on the fence on how he did it. And then a lineman wrote a, a story about how these guys rehab for six months and they're back for a week and you get cleaned in practice and you're out another six months. And I, you know, I, I give him credit. If I was a Colts fan, I could understand. I'd be pissed. Um, I'm going to give him a solid because like I said, his winning percentage, he took him to lots of playoff games. Yep. Um, he had to take over for Peyton Manning, a legend there. And, um, you know, I, I think uh, luck will be remembered fondly as time goes on. Although their fans are upset. Yep. I, I hear you. So, um, the second pick of that year went to the Redskins. They selected RG three. Oh boy. Um, yeah, he, he came in with a mountain of hype. I mean, he has a statue from college that that's even excessive for Texas yeah. and, uh, all the way to go to Baylor. But anyway, um, and, know, and, again, and Baylor wasn't rocking and rolling at that point. He kind of put Baylor on the map, you know? Yeah. Well, they say he helped the stadium get built, you know, a yeah. good uh, mid range program that has a 70,000 seat stadium. That's, that's worth the, That's so. worth the statue. That's worth the statue. <laughs> so anyway, but you know, came out with a ton of talent, won the Heisman, a lot of hype. Uh, I think it was his first game. He broke one for like 80 yards and had a great opening weekend. And, but you know, you have to say that the, uh, the Redskins must've had an inkling that they're, you know, they hope he's a star, but they did a rare thing in the same draft in the fourth round drafted Kirk cousins. And within a year he was the starter in RGG RG three never was again. And, uh, he's very much a bust 16 and 25 and, uh, went to several teams. But again, there seemed to be something there in the makeup that he didn't want it bad enough or I don't know. He just didn't have the skill at the pro level. Now the next guy up is, uh, he was drafted with the eighth pick, I would have said he was on the bust uh, pathway. But last year, he resurrected his career and got his team into the AFC championship game. Uh, from Texas A&M, Ryan Tannehill. He was drafted by the Dolphins. Yeah, you know, he's, uh, he's actually, uh, as of right now, certainly a journeyman. He's played in uh, 98 games, and he has a record of uh, 50% wins, 49 and 49. Uh, like you said, you mentioned the playoffs last year. I mean, he talk about a game manager. I think he threw for like 83 yards in one and 150 in the other. Yeah. Derrick Henry, uh, you know, was a second round pick, you know, became, made himself huge money just for that. Cause up to that point, he was a disappointment, yeah. but uh, I would have to say Tannehill very much a journey, but again, a young guy that played, yep. he went and beat out Mariota and has a chance. Now maybe he can become good, but again, he he struggled in Miami, and uh, yep. but he's still not not an old guy. He has got a shot. Yep. Okay, and then the twenty second pick uh, from Oklahoma State, he went to the Browns. Brandon Whedon. Didn't know much no, to say that, right? No, forty three years old when he started. You know, he's old. He's like <laughs> it never was. Mormon? No, no. I I don't know what his story was. I I, I should know that, but I know he was like twenty eight or something when he got drafted. Oldest guy in history of the NFL to get drafted. Wow, wow. So in 2013, only one guy, one quarterback drafted in the first round by way of Florida State. He went in the 16th pick, E.J. Manuel. He went to the Bills. Yeah, he's, he's uh, a bust. He could get up to journeyman, 6-12. and 12. Yeah, no, you know, people, I, I don't think he's been a starter for several years. Yeah, I mean, he's still in he's the league. Play, he's, still in, he's still in the yeah, league, he, yeah. He, yeah, so he, he can eat to, you know, to be a journeyman, but as a career, it's huge, huge disappointment. Yep, yep. Okay, 2014, the number three pick in the draft from Central Florida, Blake Bortles. He went to the Jaguars. I mean, how many? Well, man. <laughs> Ter- terrible franchise, the Rams AAA franchise. Um, he actually got a shot. He played a lot of years. Um, he was the Rams backup last year. I, I, he's heading to another team this year. But uh, 24 and 49, again, um, I, I think he was a, a reach and you, you know, the teams only have the choices of the guys that are available that year, but a guy that got a huge blow up, a great, what we'd call a mid-major, 
um, you know, really became a powerhouse at that level. But again, they were probably having had uh, a lot more talent versus their competitors. So he's uh, he's a buster. Um, I'm with you on that one. Then the next guy, I think he probably follows right after him. He he was drafted second picks from Texas A&M, Johnny Manziel. <laughs> you know what? I, I don't know anybody that could like him. A, a douche with a capital D. You know, brought brought a lot of uh, stuff on himself. Had some heroic college games. He only started in eight games. He bounced around, tried arena football, Canadian Football League. He, you know, he's probably twenty five years old and done. And it's unfortunate because he had a ton of talent. He won a Heisman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and but you know, again, just uh, you know, he's he's almost Lavar Ball esque. <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a low blow, man. Okay, <laughs> the next guy, the last pick in the first round from Louisville. He went to the Vikings, Teddy B. So Bridgewater, again, uh, you know, he's a good player. He's, he's, uh, he's got a really good winning percentage. He played, uh, played with uh, New Orleans last year, won five games. 65% of his games, he's won. Uh, but he got hurt. He's got some injury issues. But, again, talk about letting these guys mature. He played for a good franchise in Minnesota. And then from there, dragged up, backed up Drew Brees for several years. And, uh did a pretty good job there and learned, and now he got a big contract and he's going to start. His is to be ter- to be determined, but he's been in the league for a while. I'd say a journeyman at this point, but could move to solid. Yep. If he has a good run, gets him a couple of playoff rounds uh, over a couple of years. So in 2015, the number one pick in the draft was Jameis Winston out of Florida State. He went mm. to the Buccaneers. Yep. So, uh, again, won a national championship, uh, consensus number one. He uh, he's a guy with, a, again, a ton of talent. Uh, he's got a big arm. You saw him in person destroy the uh, phenomenal Rams. Yeah. Yeah. In the Coliseum, their first loss of the year. And uh, but overall, he's 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 been a, a bust to journeyman at best. And he, but you know what? His story's not written. Another guy, again, uh, that uh, does not have a contract currently. Somebody will sign him and he'll get a shot. He's a he's a young guy. A lot of these guys come out at 20. He's only been in the league for five years. Yep, yep, that's for sure. And then the other, he went number two um, that year from Oregon, Marcus Mariota, and he went to the Titans. Yeah, another guy. Um, he, he certainly had a shot. Um, I think he waited a while, and he uh, waited the first year, and then uh, has been playing for three or four, but been a bit of disappointment up and down, uh, 47% winning percentage. Um, and then, like you mentioned, Tannehill earlier, a guy who was a huge disappointment in Miami, almost a journeyman backup. And during the middle of the season, they changed uh, to Tannehill. And then they went on a bit of a run, and we saw what they did knocking out uh, New England and Baltimore out of the playoffs, which I'm sure uh, Vegas cleaned up on yeah, both yeah. games. Yeah, he, I'm a Mariota fan. He's with the Raiders now. We'll see what the, anything come out of it. So, Ross, we completed 12 years of review and why don't you tell the listeners how the 33 first-round selections from 2004 to 2015 fit into your classification? So, hey, Bill, so uh, as we talked about, it's, uh, it's let's starting with the bus. There was 12, uh, 12 of the 36, uh, excuse me, 12 of the 35 is 36% uh, are bust. 11 of 35 or 33% are the journeymen. And uh, seven guys were solid, 21%, and only three superstars from the whole era out of, uh, out of 16 drafts. So, so it's, or 13 so, drafts, so it's crazy. So based on history, fans out there, just so you know, you have a 69% of being disappointed with your quarterback ending up in journeyman status or being a bust. There are only three superstars that came th- 
throughout 12 years. Mike, who, who were they? Well, Aaron Rodgers won a couple Super Bowls. Uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger won uh, a couple Super Bowls and lost a third to, uh, to Rodgers. And I hate to say it, but again, he won two Super Bowls, including five road playoff games. Uh, Eli Manning. Yeah, that's just uh, that's a, that's crazy because it's like we haven't had a superstar picked out of the draft in what nine, ten years there. So just just crazy. So I hope you guys enjoyed that segment as we did the twelve year review of first round quarterbacks between two thousand four and two thousand fifteen. For the years 2016 to 2020, go to the episode eight. Will the first round quarterback draft choices pan out? Thanks for listening. Peace. I'm out.